Hi, I'm Uma. Hi, I'm Parisa, and welcome back to our podcast, Two Bookish Girls. Today, we're going to be reviewing and discussing The Lightning Thief, Percy Jackson and The Lightning Thief by Rick Riordan. And I know we said that we were going to do less popular books, but like, we can't. Okay, we, we, we you can't, can't leave out Percy Jackson. We, we can't not do Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson is like, um, you know, one of the biggest book series, and honestly, one of the most important ones to me. It's definitely in my top yeah. three favorites. It's my second favorite. It's really good. It's so good. And if anybody hasn't read it, you should. Definitely should. And we are kind of late, but, like, better late than never, right? Yeah, I, I, I was like, I'm not going to read Percy Jackson. I started reading Percy Jackson, and then I couldn't stop. Yeah. So I finished the entire – I read one book a day. She reads, like, rapid fire. I can't do that, but – I finished the entirety of um, what was uh, Percy Jackson, The Olympians, and Heroes of Olympus probably in the span of four weeks. Yep. It's honestly just like, mm, mm-hmm. Okay, anyways, if you haven't- Once you start, you can't stop. What, I just recommend reading it. Put all your prejudices aside. I was like, I'm not going to be into it. It's Greek mythology, but I'm so into it. And Rick Riordan, don't even get me started on Rick Riordan. His writing is phenomenal. Like, hold on. Before we get into onto the summary, I'm just going to read out loud a bit of the first page. Because let me tell you, this is one of the best leads I've ever read. So here's the first page of... The Lightning Thief by Rick Riordan. Look, I didn't want to be a half-blood. If you're reading this because you think you might be one, my advice is close this book right now. Believe whatever lie your mom or dad told you about your birth and try to lead a normal life. Being a half-blood is dangerous. It's scary. Most of the time it gets you killed in painful, nasty ways. If you're a normal kid reading this because you think it's fiction, great. I envy you for being, being able to believe that none of this ever happened. But if you recognize yourself in these pages, if you feel something stirring inside, stop reading immediately. You might be one of us. And once you know that, it's only a matter of time before they sense it too. And they'll come for, and they'll come for you. Don't say I didn't warn you. So it's actually so good. This, it's Okay, so us kids, this is obviously a younger audience. And when somebody tells you not to do something, you kind of want to go, go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was kind of drawn in at the beginning of the book. I was completely drawn in. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. So I was like, because all obviously we are younger kids. We are, yeah, definitely on the younger spectrum of people. So <laughs> the younger spectrum of people. Mm-hmm. So let's get started on. Let's get started on the summary. Um, so Percy is a 12-year-old with dyslexia and ADHD. He often gets into a lot of trouble and gets kicked out of many schools. So like he is on by this when we when we're introduced, he's like 11 or is he 12? 12. He's 12. 12. So that was how old I was when I started reading the books. But um he you just turned. Okay. Um yeah. hair flip. Hair no, flip. They can't hair see flip. You. Y'all can't see my hair flip, but I just hair flip. Anyways, um so he is 12 years old, and he, he is in his, like, eighth school. Was it a boarding school, or? it's It was Yancey. Yeah. So, oh, right, so right, Percy right. defends Grover when he gets bullied by Nancy Bobo Fit. Um, this is someone <laughs> And Bobo Fit. And Grover's another friend that we learn is a little more than a friend later. That sounds, no. not, that sounds not like it is. Whatever. While he is doing so, the fountain grabs the bully. Like, it takes the bully yeah it like it's like a white blood cell uh-huh uh-huh it kind of 
But like she thinks she was just absorbs but, it. Yeah. But she just thinks she was pushed into the fountain. Yeah. She's like, someone pushed me into the fountain. And so she lied about the incident. And but made- in reality, the fountain literally, the water from the fountain yeah. literally grabbed her and took her. Okay. Nancy lies about the incident and Mrs. Dobbs, who is a teacher, separates him from the rest of the group. They're at a field trip right now or no? Yeah. Okay. So I wasn't sure if that was the other group because they were also on a field trip when they were being introduced, but that was the Uh, second series. Yeah, okay. Here's of Olympus. So, where were we? So, Nancy lies about the incident, and Miss Dodds separates him from the rest of the group. We said that. So, while Miss Dodds is kind of, like, talking to Percy, she transforms into a fury. Which is kind of a monster from from Greek Greek mythology. mythology. And this is where we learn that Mrs. Dodds actually has no concern for Percy and just kind of wants to, like, kill him. Yeah, and and she attacks Percy. Um, Mr. Brunner gives Percy a pen, and when you uncap it, it becomes a sword, which later is known as Riptide. And Percy kills Mrs. Dodds with or that. Or so we think. You can't really... Well, yeah, that's true. With that sl- sword slash pen. Um, and, yeah. Grover and Mr. Brunner deny that there was a teacher named Mrs. Dodds. Mrs. Dodds? Who's Mrs. Who's Dodds? Who's Mrs. Dodds? We never had a teacher named Mrs. Dodds. Do- Dodds is such a funny name. Okay. Anyway, I watched the musical on youtube the i haven't day. seen them it's actually really good they actually followed the books oh wow. i'm like unlike, unlike something else coughity cough cough <laughs> i like the percy jackson percy jackson what are <laughs> what are those uh they were like let's take absolutely nothing and work with it yeah um okay so but m- Percy also overhears Mr. Brunner and Grover talking about him. So at this point, he's like, wait, I literally just killed a falcon, like, fury thing. And everyone is doubting that she was even real. And now he hears these people talking about him. So he knows definitely something's up. Yeah. Okay, so So, time passes. And then at the start of summer, Percy and Sally, who's Percy's mom, they go to the beach where with Grover. And Grover kind of reveals that he's a He satyr. kind of reveals that he's... He, he does I think it's satyr. Sat, I, I said satire, I even said though satyr. I know that's a completely different word. I just pronounced it as satire, but whatever. Satyr is I, probably I think it's satyr. I'm not 100% sure. So the three drive to Camp Half-Blood, or like not Camp Half-Blood, because in the middle of it, they get attacked by a minotaur who knocks out Grover and squeezes Sally until she... Like disappears and at this and, like, point, Percy's poof. like, "My mom is dead?" Question mark. But she thinks it was actually he was actually really sad and he, yeah. He I, was, I I I I, I, mean, really, I really it was like it was heartbreaking. He was like this blue foods like making it. It was like comforting him and I'm like, oh. I I, I, I so wanted to cry. It was it was so heartbreaking. Like oh, he definitely didn't deserve that. So as we said, Sally is kind of she kind of disappears through the minotaur and percy thinking his mother's dead kills the minotaur and wakes up at camp half-blood um in kind of the hospital wing i don't what is it called i don't know but camp half-blood is basically a camp for, for demigods who are half god half human so it's like when gods have kids with other humans they're called demigods and basically the greek demigods are extremely hunted they all end up most of them Either leave a vi- lead a very perilous life, or yeah. Later, late, what when you get later into like kind of like the universe, I maybe maybe I'll say that there are Roman demigods too. Yeah, and, and they, they live a much better life. 
they actually go to college, they start families while people at camp, they, they go to Camp Jupiter. People at Camp Half-Blood are just like, haha, we don't live past 20. <laughs> and even if they do, it's like they're fighting people all the like, time. Wah, wah, and stop, you want to explain stop, why? Slashy, slashy. Um, basically, the reason why is because monsters target them. Yeah, monsters target them. But the reason, um, what was I going to say? The I, reason I, why I just, monsters I just, target them. Yeah, they. Why do the monsters target them again? It's because of their magic. The magic. Oh yeah, there's a. They, they're safe in Camp Half Blood, but because like kinda, their shirts are bright orange. <laughs> yeah, honestly, their shirts are bright orange. So I'm just gonna say I'm pretty sure the monsters aren't blind if you walk around wearing a bright orange shirt. But anyways, mm-hmm. we're not gonna talk about the questionable fashion choices <laughs> of Camp Half Blood. So he wakes up in this hospital wing type thing and he learns, has to meet people and so let's introduce he, him well, he, he learns that he's a demigod and he's like oh my oh, god me you drooling your sleep no, please <laughs> okay okay um he meets other demigods such as annabeth luke and clarice annabeth Cla- is clarice clarice it's clear okay so clarice larue is the daughter of aries luke castellan is the daughter of hermes and uh, Annabeth Chase is the daughter. Oh, wait, did I say yeah. son of Hermes? Sorry. Um, <laughs> and Annabeth Chase, Chase is the is daughter the of Athena. Sorry about that. It's um, good. Um, so after this, it's all. Oh, yeah. And in between him and Annabeth, there is definitely a lot of tension. She doesn't really like him. No, she she likes him at first, but she but like later she kind was, of grows to like in be annoyed uh, in, by him. In Last Olympian, he's like. He finally, he's finally like, did you ever love me? And she's like, mm, a little late for that, buddy. Um, uh, I died today. <laughs> okay. Um, so Perseus shows many signs of him being linked to water. Cough, literally cough, every toilet, single day. Toilets. And oh they're like, God, they're who like, could food? he be? Maybe Zeus? Zeus? I don't know. And every two minutes, it's like water. What did you see? The fountain literally ate her. I don't know. I don't know. The toilets, cough, cough, cough. Could he uh, I don't know. Capture the flag. <laughs> and then eventually Poseidon claims him. And this is oh, wow. really problematic. He's the, the son, son of, of the Poseidon. water god. Mm. Okay. That, and eventually and Poseidon claims him. But this is good. very problematic because the big three. I don't get why they, it's all men, but whatever. <laughs> Zeus, Poseidon, and Hades. Zeus is lightning bolts. I mean, <laughs> the sky. So they kind of rule in each aspect of Earth. Zeus rules the sky. Poseidon rules the waters. And um, Hades rules the yeah. underworld. Or and they all t- the they all swore an oath not to have children because you know that would be pretty problematic. Because they'd be very powerful. Uh huh. But like the big three of obviously children. Poseidon. I think all of them actually broke yeah. that oath because like Hades had Nico and Bianca. But um, was that before or after the rules? That was. I don't know. Well, it was, it was definitely before because Nico's old and so is Bianca because yeah. they're. Yeah, Lotus Casino. And then um, Zeus had Thalia and Poseidon had Percy. I don't know why. I just forgot about Percy because he's so, literally the center of this book. They can't have children with other um, humans. That was the rule, but they can have children with like. I know, but they both broke that. Okay. Yeah, I know. With like I mean, all three thingies. of them. Yeah. Okay. So. Percy is now going to be sent on a quest. Oh wait, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't explain the lightning bolt. Situation. Oh, okay, okay. So Zeus's master bolt, the um, which went is missing, kind of... and he blames Poseidon for this. And once Poseidon claims Percy, 
um, Percy is a suspect for this because they think he thinks they're like in cahoots, and so Percy is sent on the on a quest to um, get the master bolt, and yeah. he consults the oracle before because obviously before. A quest uh, the you oracle have to, is kind of like a the or, oracle all knowing Delphi or Delphi. I don't know. Really yeah, how to say it. we don't really know, but it's kind of a person, or I, in this case, and later it's Rachel Elizabeth Dare, which is awesome. Yeah, we love her. She's such an icon. She'd be more of an icon if she didn't try to kiss Percy, but whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we explained the lightning bolt situation. So basically, oh wait, we did not finish. Oh. So Percy has to get it back by the summer solstice. I think it's the summer solstice. Yeah, it is the summer solstice. Yeah. So he only has a little bit of time. So he has to set out on a quest, and the oracle tells him that he's gonna fail to save what matters most, and that he's gonna be betrayed by a friend. And Percy's like, oh my god, I really don't want to go on this quest, but my mom, I might be able to find my mom. So yeah. I guess I'll go. He's going for his mom. Also, the fact that you know. Also the fact, like, yeah. Okay, so he's on his quest, and um, he sets out with Grover and Annabeth. And the group kind of learns to trust each other. They're kind of getting a bond going. And Grover and Percy are best friends, and Annabeth and Percy are things to each other. Definitely. (laughs) Uh, Grover overcomes his fear of monsters, and um which is so great because they do, enc- do? Uh, they do encounter a lot of monsters during this trip like every yeah, two like minutes Medusa. there's a new monster but grover is a satyr so I? yeah you could do it okay so grover is a satyr and basically these satyrs kind of have a mission in life and it's either to the big mission a lot of them don't get really sent on this mission but the big mission is to find the god pan god or, of the wild and god they're all the children of pan uh, but he hasn't been seen in many, many years, and that's why there's a quest to find Pan. So he has to um, get permission. I forgot the council name. Th- this is so bad. Um, the Council of Old not, not, Satires. I, not, the, not, not the Council of Tides. That is... <laughs> no. No. Okay. So that's that. And during their journey, they, inco- they encounter many monsters. Like I said, some examples were Medusa, Chimera... The, well, yeah. they did, a Lotus the, Casino was the not, Lotus Casino was not a monster, monster but, but like it's an obstacle that we yeah. had to. Pro Crusties, the stretcher. Ares isn't a monster; he's a god, but whatever. But he's like he was kind of. Ares, after a weird encounter with Percy, he gives Percy you know, about here's a backpack, and Percy's like, uh, okay, Thanks. I guess, because he's supposed to take boons from the gods, but he doesn't like Ares very much. Yeah, there's always been a thing. Okay, so when they track Hades to L.A., so this is all kind of Greek mythology set in. Yeah, so he, Percy has to kind of journey to L.A. to find Hades because now he thinks Hades has taken the bolt. Yeah, to, like, kind of inflict war between Zeus and Poseidon because, you know, Hades is just like that. Yeah, he's kind of problematic. I took the test. I got, once I got Hades, once I got Apollo, I think I'm leaning more towards Apollo. I got Poseidon somehow. Yeah, I think I'm leaning. I'm 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 leaning more towards Apollo because you know I like I play the piano. I like playing the guitar too. I like music. So, but like I would except I don't like the color yellow very much. Mm. (laughs) Okay, so they track Hades Soleil and oh, and my parents are doctors. Ah, okay. The group learns. I know. I knew that. I was like ah. Uh. (laughs) The group learns that Hades' helm of darkness is missing. So now he has an object that's missing as well. 
And so Hades is like, like, it's obviously your fault, Percy. Like, oh You're literally God. causing this. And he doesn't know that Percy... Well, he so does, he, but... he threatens to kill her, his mother, which they all learn that Hades has held her hostage. She's not actually dead. And to make matters even worse, the lightning bolt magically appears in Ares' backpack. Because, you know, Ares is just like, you know so what? Whoa. That's why we hate Ares. And so they discover that Ares was the actual lightning thief. What? So Percy has to defeat Ares in a duel, and he does. He does. Which is great, you know, him being powerful and everything. Percy is a... One of the most powerful days. And so ever. Hades sees, yeah, he, I'd argue that he is. Yeah. Next to Nico. Nico is really powerful too. Because he can literally summon the dead to make him fight, to make them fight for him. Yes. Which, like, imagine if that guy went berserk. He's my favorite character in the whole Percy Jackson universe. I'm going to go out here and say mine is Percy, but yeah. And Percy's my second favorite. Percy's my favorite, and then it has to be. Like, um, if you could rank the seven. Oh, that'd be what very hard be? to do. That would take me like ten minutes. Mine uh, would be like Nico, Nico, Percy, and Annabeth are Percy, first. Nico, Annabeth, um, and then okay, I don't know. Uh, Hazel, Hazel, Frank, Frank, Hazel, Frank, Jason. I mean Piper, Jason. Jason. Who are we Piper. missing? Oh, Reina. Oh, I love Reina. Oh my She's god. She's not one of the seven though. Nico's not either. All right, whatever. Okay, <laughs> that doesn't matter. Um, so Percy defeats Ares in a duel, and now why are we Hades realizes okay. that Ares is the actual thief, and he's like, oh my god, I was so wrong for so long. So yeah, they, they Hades duel. returns Percy's mother after learning that he isn't the thief. He's like, oh, oh shoot, you're, oh, you're not the actual thief. Okay, here's your mom. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, he brings um, the bolt to Zeus, and he returns to camp, which is great, because now everything is super solved. And he's like, oh, wait. Who's going to betray me? Hmm. He, he's like, surprise, surprise, it's Luke. So while they were, like, hanging I always had day. a bad feeling about Luke. And Uma read, she was two books ahead of me. So when she read the first two books, and I was reading book one, and I was like, this Luke dude seems a bit sus. To I'm be like, fair, I just wanted Percy and Annabeth together, and Annabeth was, like, in love with Luke, I guess. So I was just like, you got to eliminate the variable. Aspen, layer vibes. <laughs> he... Mm-hmm. And it was the way that he literally confessed that he loved her. Like, really, literally, like, right before he died. Right before he died. Also, the fact that how much older was he than her? A lot older. It was, like, three or four years. I think it was more than that. Or five. It was five or six. I don't know. It was it was a I bunch of years. Where a bunch of years. A bunch of years. I'm pretty sure at one point he was over 18 and she was, like, a minor. And that's when he confessed, right? Yeah, I for I forget how old they Which were. Which is kind of like pedophile. Annabeth was, I don't know, sixteen. Yeah, so that means he would have had to be over. Yeah, 18. definitely. And it's like twenty something. Okay, so all of this happens, and Percy's like, "Oh, Luke, how could you do this?" He reveals that he was actually the true thief and not Ares. So, well, kind of. Yeah, they okay, were whatever. in cahoots. They were in cahoots. So, but um, he, was a true thief. he he reveals that yeah. He reveals that him and Ares are both working for Kronos. And Kronos is the big bad in the first series. He is extremely powerful, and he is uh, working to overthrow the gods. He's actually the father of the gods. He's the gods' father, and he's a... The gods' father. Father, father, wait, wait, wait. Father, father, guys. (laughs) He is the father of the gods, and he also um, hates them and wants... 
And he's much more powerful than he's extremely one of the gods. And that's why it took so much to defeat him and his large army. But this that this that isn't in this book. Not yet. That's Um, four books ahead. mm -hmm. So, Luke attacks. I wrote Lux here. Uh (laughs) Luke attacks Percy. He reveals he reveals he's the true thief and him and okay I said that already. So Luke unleashes a scorpion on Percy, which almost kills him, but he's nursed back to health by Chiron. At first, I read Chiron's name as Chiron. Chiron. I I still think it's Chiron. I I keep thinking it's Chiron, but Chiron's like a real Greek mythology figure. Yeah. Whatever. So I kind of researched. So. So if Percy is given the choice to stay at camp or go back home, ultimately, since, I mean, it's not as safe for him. It's definitely, it's actually very unsafe, but, like, Smelly Gabe He says, I'm gonna go back, like, the dumb butt that he is. But, like, he believes he belongs in both worlds, and I miss my mom, too. Percy's like, I can't relate. Ciao, <laughs> um, anyways. So. Um, so I think that he did make the right decision for him because he obviously did love Sally very much, and he was and also she was, she very was dear missing. To him. I mean, yeah. she was held hostage, and he. Kinda, you definitely want to spend some time with yeah. your mom, especially since they literally especially never since, saw Sally in Heroes of Olympus. Like literally, she, all I wanted at the end of Blood of Olympus, all I wanted was a Percy and Sally reunion. Percy Grover and, was barely in it. Yeah, it was just not it. No, nope. I mean, Grover was mentioned a few times, but like. Like, no. I keep forgetting that the series is called Blood of Olympus, right? No. Blood of Olympus. No, it's called Heroes of Olympus. Okay. See, I said that. (laughs) See? Okay. I said that. I was like, I knew one of these. Because it's been a while since I read this series. But, yeah. Um, So, this is where the book kind of ends. There was no foreshadowing towards the end of the book. It was like happily ever after until until the next book. Like where it's really, not be happily ever after. Literally, it at kind all of forever. it kind of develops into like later in the series. It's kind of like a timeline into Last Olympian, where you know there's a whole lot war. Yeah, it it's kind of there's always foreshadowing in every single one of these books. Oh, I mean maybe not this one because this one's kind of like intro. Yeah, but whatever. There is there was actually some there there's actually yeah. there actually is the Luke and the Luke, Kronos. Luke and Kronos. Yeah. That's foreshadowing. That is foreshadowing. I can't believe you forgot about that. I didn't forget. You forgot. I, yeah, I forgot. Um, ciao. Anyways. Okay, so this who was your favorite character? Percy. He was hilarious. In this book, I'd have to say Percy was my favorite character. Annabeth was nice, but she I was, was, she was like, very I said hello to the poodle. Angsty and angry in this book. Annabeth, I mean, she's a 12-year-old girl. What do you expect? Yeah, you kind of expect them to be angsty and angry, but still. That's why I like Percy more. Um, I mean, I always liked Percy the best uh, throughout, I mean, actually just the first two books. <laughs> Why just the first two books? Because Nico's was- in the, I mean, I, I like Percy the second best because Nico's introduced in Titan's Curse. And I'm like, the minute I was, he was like, oh, if, if he was asking about the question, are you really good at surfing? Oh my God. Is it this? Is it that? Yeah. Is Annabeth your girlfriend? I'm so, like, oh, I love this dude. He was so cute. And I then I've him. And then I felt so terrible for him. Please. It was like, like that whole, that his whole soul like was his, like crushed. It's his whole moment at the end. He's like, I hate you. I, I was like, oh my God, this is so heartbreaking. No, but you, and he was so different. He, he, in the beginning, he, changed he was a lot. Yeah. You think any of them had character dev- development? Nico look at, literally look lost Nico everyone. D'Angelo. He was, he was such a happy kid. He would smile all he the has time. Will now. This is actually, he has Will. Yeah, he has Will, and Will's slowly helping him. But if anything happens to Will, 
Um, oh. We don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about that. Whatever. Nico's Nico had his older sister Bianca, who he literally loved with all of his heart, and he was such a cute little kid and used to play with figurines all the time, and he was like yeah, obsessed um, with him. And then uh, Bianca, was, she kind of she, she kind of died, and so he went he, full crazy. I, because, I, I, it was because really yeah, sad. it was so He's like, emotional. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring her back, and Bianca's like, no, Nico, and I'm like, oh, oh, okay, that's fine. Huh? I cried, bro. I I shed you have a tear. No many, you don't have any idea how many times I cried during the series. I'm like, oh my god. I didn't cry once, but I shed multiple tears from time to time. That's uh, crying. No, I shed one, and then I shed one like. Six chapters later, so that's not crying. Okay. That's shedding tears. Um, the only book I've, like, I know, I've, I've sobbed during two books. Shit. One, uh, Harry Potter no. and the Deathly Hallows. Two, Maze Runner to the Death Cure. I think when Fred died and when Newt died, oh, a, little piece, a, a little piece of me died, too. And I'm like, oh, my God, why? I if think Thomas had died, I would have died with him. Thomas from Maze Runner? Yeah. Oh. Okay, so would Wait, you say- didn't Thomas Brady Sangster say that he auditioned for Ron? He did. He, Why that, would that be, Ron- That'd be so uh, interesting. Nah, I can only see Rupert Grint as Ron. Yeah, only Rupert um, Grint. What- Would you describe Percy as a hero in this book? Probably. I'd say he has very hero-like qualities. Like, um, he is- And who did we ship in this book, if anyone? Did you guys ship Luke and Annabeth in this book, or Percy and Annabeth? No. I did not ship Luke and Annabeth at all. There were people like, oh my god, they were so meant to be. Especially in the first book. I was mm-hmm. like, are you crazy? No, I don't Are it, you crazy? Honestly. People who ship Luke Abath just Percy need Beth, to go. Luke Abath isn't even a thing anymore. Yeah. Like, it's he's like, dead, Percy guys. Percybeth? Percybeth. Percybeth. Sorry. Percybeth. Percybeth. Percibeth. I say Percibeth, but apparently that's it's not Percy. the right. It's not Perky. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's Percy. Um, oh, Percy. Yeah. Yeah. So, as we can tell, Uma is extremely smart. Um, no. She is, you know, she's definitely, definitely something. Okay, what that would you say, like, the moral of the lightning thief would moral, be? The moral of the story. Moral what is the what, what is the moral? This is back to kindergarten. What's the moral of the story? Now it's just like what's the theme? You, it don't like Luke. What? Don't like. Luke. That's the moral of the story. Don't mm-hmm. people don't trust anyone. <laughs> no, actually, that is it. He. There was a lot of betrayal going on in this book. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's. We didn't but talk like, about it, Gabe, a, but a lot of things. It's like doing things for the people you love. Yeah. It's in Luke's case, he was just. He was also just a kid who was so overwhelmed by hate that he, I mean, everybody in this book was so broken besides, like, the actual bad guys, but, like, the bad guy accessories, like, Luke. I mean, it's kind of, like, just broken. a book full of daddy issues. Probably so. Add me there. Um, Obviously, they're going to be, what are you doing? Super duper broken. Obviously, they're going to be a little broken. A little. little. That's the understatement no, of the moment. No, not a little. We didn't talk about Gabe. Gabe is basically... Smelly Gabe. We Gabe. hate Gabe. He's... I'm he's, pretty sure he's abusive no, in more he, ways than he one. No, he smelled so bad. They're like, we're gonna... We're gonna... We're gonna stick you with Gabe. Because he's smelly. <laughs> okay, and Sally... Let's talk about how... So Sally Gabe was... Gabe, uh, Gabe was Sally's... Um, husband. husband. Yeah. That's 
that makes sense. Gabe was Sally's husband, and basically, he was probably abusive in more ways than one. He, he was, wasn't. He a was good, like all he all he cared about was like Percy giving him money for gambling. Yeah, he stuff. was just not a good person. He was just like very yeah. unhealthy. And you're like, why would Sally stay with someone like that? Because he smells bad. Because Literally because he smells bad. It was actually because he smelled bad because his scent was so humanly. That the gods won't even. That no monsters would ever come and try to. Like, and demigods she, are like. And that's why know, Sally. Cream yeah. To gods. No, to monsters. That's I mean, why no, Sally monsters, is such a queen. Because she put up with that terrible man for such a long time for Percy. Until yeah. she knew that Percy could take care of himself. And I also think that. And she she faced all like Percy's like why well, are let's you talk about how she him? murdered her husband? Oh, <laughs> and then she kind of turned Gabe into a statue. Like bye, Gabe. Never <laughs> Gabe. liked you anyway. Gabe got murdered, guys. Uh, yeah. uh, we're not gonna talk about that. But yeah. So, would you say, um? Let's see. What else do we have? Okay. Would you say we're gonna ask a couple more questions? Would you say that Percy and Annabeth's relationship in this book was very strong or very telling? Could you tell at this point in time that they would be? Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. It wasn't. Developing they were too so much. angsty. Oh my god. It wasn't their whole relationship. You kind of just wanted to scream at a wall. Okay. <gasps> so this book, it wasn't as developed. It's kind of like just because they're twelve. You don't really expect. 12 yeah, year twelve-year-old serious relationship, so it's understandable. But it's nice to see how their yeah um, and love for each other kind of developed. Yeah, it grew. It was kind of friendship, and then at some point, not at some point, Annabeth knew that she liked him, and Percy knew that she was actually like, Annabeth ha- had they, feelings. They've actually liked him. Well, kind of. Annabeth's like best ha- liked him since she was twelve. Mm-hmm. She had feelings for him first, I think. I think. Or Percy's just Percy's really stupid, guys. Or just yeah, he's an he idiot. He might have been oblivious. He's he, an, no, Percy is an idiot, but we love him for that. That's the he was so dumb. If Annabeth was the daughter of Poseidon, the books would have been much shorter. Literally Opposites so much attract. shorter. He Percy is dumb as rocks. Would that be like I we they'd be siblings, but they're kinda like cousins in a way. Shut up. Annabeth and I literally <laughs> I literally said this. And they're almost kind of... Do you believe that they're actually cousins? I mean, I feel like they're all related in some sort of way. But not not all of them. A lot of them are kind of... They're very farly. Technically, they'd all be first cousins. Because most Silence. of them... Silence. No, wait. They'd be second cousins? Because who are the sons of Kronos? Who are the sons they, and daughters the, of Kronos? The big three. And then they're the sons and daughters of the big, the big three, three are... But, like... In Athena, Athena and all of those people. So Athena's like, no, Athena's not a So technically Percy would be Annabeth's uncle if you're <laughs> at the family tree like this. Um I brought this up very often and Uma would be like, no. I'd be like, no, I'm denying that fact. Just be like, mm, uh uh-uh, uh, no. No nah. that that's false. But if you really want to think about it, he would be um her uncle. <laughs> so <laughs> that's so is it okay cousins like okay ew they're cousins and stuff but but uncle, like, uncle is such a funny word yeah ew um okay so this week's book review has been a little bit short i'm not sure why they're getting shorter no i, I don't just, think they're getting shorter i think we're just reviewing smaller books 
But oh yeah, A Court of Thorns and Roses was like a really big book, so that's why yeah, that's why was. that book review was like over forty minutes, or it was around. 40 it was minutes. it was around forty minutes because it was the book is that long. But um, anyways, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Sorry for being a little bit late. And um, actually, I think we we actually I think we took a week off. Okay, whatever. Last week, but whatever. We can say it's for a religious break because technically this week is a religious ceremony, but we took a religious break two weeks ago. So, um, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so we don't know what we're going to be reviewing next. But we will definitely be reviewing something, and now we're back on track because we're back together now. That sounded so – okay, we're not dating or anything. We're just – by back together, I meant I couldn't see her last week, and now I can. So we'll see you next time. Uh, hopefully we'll, be, we'll hopefully we'll in. we'll be able to it'll make it easier if, and if somebody would perhaps give us a recommendation of some sort we were thinking about doing like a nice middle grade series for beginner readers yeah since we're younger too we we enjoyed some really good series when we were younger so if we have any younger audiences they'd probably maybe they'd be interested in reading yeah but this is definitely a juvenile fiction yeah it's it's definitely younger kids it's not like it's oh it's not an akatar type fiction where it's older young adults this is this can be read by all young adults and even kids i mean i feel like maybe you won't connect to it as much if you're on the older side but i think everybody should give it a try Mm -hmm. because these books are honestly very good and rick riordan's a really great writing writer um, this series, th- this kind of world just ended with the last book of this yeah, I, kind of Greek mythology. But there's going to be written. one, there's going to be a TV show for PJO and Kane Chronicles. Yeah. And, uh, and I, pl- I do plan on reading that. One of my friends actually said, okay, oh my God, you read this. Finally read Kane Chronicles now. And I'm like, okay. And I st- still haven't gotten around to it. I heard, th- and Rick Riordan does a really good job of ha- adding representation. Rick Riordan does a really good job of adding representation to his books. And it's so smoothly. It's not even, like, forced. You know, you have that one African-American character, that one Asian character. It's not awkward. It's so smooth. It's really good. It's just how it should be. So I literally applaud him so well for that. And He's just – He's that good. And he knows what to add in. Humor is at the best times to please his audience. He's honestly one of the best – like I think he captured the mind of younger kids yeah. actually pretty accurately. Pretty well. Not the best at writing relationships, so we could let that slide. For yeah, a he was bit. always like, "You're gonna be in love for the rest of your life." Percy, Percy, everybody is in love with Percy, and like, uh, I mean, can, not can everybody you, needed to be. In love can you blame with them? No, but did they? Did they need to? No. no. Um, I mean, we're all a we're, little bit less attractive. We're, 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 all, we're all in love with Percy, but it yeah. wasn't necessary for everybody to be in love with Percy. We and then, and then again, we hate on people that aren't in love with like, Percy. Like, again, Piper's like, Jason looks so good next to Percy. Percy looks unimpressive. And I'm like, mm, uh-uh. nope, don't be insulting our husband like that. But anyways, uh, feel free to shoot us a DM on Instagram at two.bookish.girls. Uma changed it. It has a better ring to it. And then I did not look. Feel like free it. to tweet me because Uma doesn't really use Twitter. I mean, I could log on underscore but... bookish. Yeah, but anyways, thanks for listening and see you next week. Bye. Bye.